This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up. For two risk-free bets up to $2,000, that'll have you living your bet life. I'm not living my best life right now, Dave. I'm a little cranky. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome in. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Hi. Producer Joey hanging out with us here at our hey, West Loop Studios. We'll be hearing from our pal, Mr. Tier 1, Goatlieb. William. Uh, later on in tonight's postgame, Bulls fall to the Miami Heat 127 to 109. That is a regular season sweep uh, mm. at the hands of the Heat, Dave. Yeah. Uh, and throw one more on the pile of Bulls can't beat the top teams in the East. One more on the pile, Matt. I mean, it's just what it's been all season long for the Chicago Bulls. And before we start, first of all, let me showcase my wonderful hat that I got How right dope here. How is let me that get hat? My fried hat. Go get that. I wore one of my best. Hats, I got my black and gold Bulls, Ugh. and I still somehow don't have the best hat tonight. <laughs> he Outrageous. He saw it, and he immediately said, I want it. Want it. Gotta I have want it. it. I got to have it. I need it. Yes, I love my hat. I will never tell anybody where I get my hats. So, yes, the, the Bulls stunk the hat one store? <laughs> Just a shot in the dark. Just a shot in the dark. <laughs> You're going to say a hat store. You would think so, but no. <laughs> but no. <sighs> special hats for a special guy with a special head size because he's got special hair and all these special things. But what wasn't special was the Chicago Bulls performance, Matthew. It was bad. It was terrible. It was good to start. And what's weird is we've talked about the Bulls not getting off to good starts. Yep. Starting off slow, coming in like a daisical, letting teams jump all over them, and then trying to pick it up late. And definitely against the elite teams, they can't do stuff like that. This game, they didn't do that. They came in, and they were in it. Like, there was energy. Zach Levine was on point. He was carrying the load, it felt like, for the Bulls for a while. Then when Patrick Williams came in the game, he changed the entire complexity of the game for the Chicago Bulls, started um, impacting the game on both sides of the ball, Mm -hmm. getting the block on the defensive side, finishing uh, on the offensive end, and it felt good for a while. We were like, wow, this might be a fun game to watch. The Bulls might actually compete (laughs) or have this, but my goodness, the Heat, did not miss a thing. They were on complete fire, Matthew. It fire. was ridiculous. They shot 53% from the field. I'm telling them they only failed because it was the fourth quarter. And 17 of 34 from the three-point line. That is 50%. 50%. 50%. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what that is. And just to show you, 
Bulls, 9 of 34 from the three-point line. Ugh. Zach Levine was the only one, Matt. 5 of 12 from the three-point line. Everybody else, what is this? One, two, three, four made three, four made threes from the whole team after Zach. He had more made threes by himself. Than his teammates combined. Than his teammates combined. That F is not good. That. That's not good. I Look, I think tonight's uh, equation was a pretty simple one. When Bulls fans are trying to piece together what happened, the Bulls suddenly, after scraping by throughout the season, timely shots from certain guys, mm -hmm. are now a team with absolutely no three-point shooting. Mm. On most nights, maybe one guy, like Zach, will hit some threes. That's it. Tonight, as you mentioned, his teammates combined to make only four. I said this to you while we were watching this game. The Bulls could maybe get by with Io Desumu or Kobe White going ice cold. They cannot survive both. And right now, they are both ice cold. Kobe tonight, 0 of 7. Oh, Io, a, a somewhat less, less disgusting 1 of 4. <laughs> but Kobe, that now makes him coming uh, of the past five games, mm -hmm. 2 of 25. Shut up. Two of 25 from behind the three-point arc. It's not good. And, man. you know, th there's a lot of places to go tonight, but mm -hmm. the Bulls don't have people who can make shots. Yeah. DeMar and even Zach, sometimes Zach was getting double and triple teamed, mm -hmm. and nobody can hit a freaking shot. And meanwhile, as you said, the Heat were on fire tonight. Yeah, and I saw someone say, yo, we, got, we need Zach back. You know, he would ignite the shooters. This wasn't – I'm sorry, Zach Lonzo, excuse me. This wasn't a Lonzo Ball situation right here. This was just guys missing shots. Like Kobe was getting open looks. He just was not knocking them down. And was he, and not only was he not knocking them down, Matt, it wasn't even close on some of those shots, man. It was a just couple of them looked like they shots. hit the side of like not the side of the backboard, but to the left or yeah. right of the rim on the bottom of the backboard. I mean how it, the hell does that happen? I mean, you can say he goes 0 for 7 from three, but the big is he went 0 of 9, period. <laughs> he didn't hit a shot. He did not score. He, he hit some free throws. Like, there you go. You know what I'm saying? He hit a couple free throws, and that was it. But he did not score. And that's the biggest issue here, man, because he's on the floor. And I've said this a million times, Matt. I appreciate what he's done as far as, you know, improving the other facets of his game. You know, nobody has been bigger on that than me. Yeah. Com complimenting him on his defense and all those things like that. I appreciate him working on his rebounding, making his playmaking better, making the assists better. But if you cannot score, is I don't see how you stay on the floor. I appreciate him doing those things to improve his game and all that, but you are on the floor to score. That's why you are out there, to score, to put the ball into the basket. And if you can't do that at a nice clip, like even an average clip, man, dude, that, that just makes everything extra, extra tough on his teammates around him. Uh, Michael in the comments saying, Tyler Hero is everything we need Kobe White to be. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of teams need I, to be. Like, I saw uh, – I'll take Gabe Vincent. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet from uh, from our guy Jason Pat of Cash Consideration. Shout, Shout out. out to him saying, man, like Tyler Hero is legit a million times better than Kobe White. Yeah, Maybe an exaggeration to say a million times better, but this recent play of Kobe, look, if he's not getting you buckets, then what's he doing on the floor? Like, he's not a point guard. I think we have all comfortably come to that conclusion. Mm. Give him some credit for the ways that he has improved that element of his game somewhat. Yeah. He, he ain't a point guard. His best weapon had been being an off-the-ball shooting threat. Yeah. Catch-and-shoot threat. Yes. Now, he, now he's not doing that. He's ice cold. And you saw tonight, one of many examples, 
getting exposed on the defensive end. Ooh. Jimmy Butler was stealing Ooh. his lunch. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was ugly watching him do that. And I mean, and he played a nice amount of minutes. What he played twenty minutes in the game, two points, three rebounds, two assists, and no impact on either side. You know, and that's the issue. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like I said, he he he's I've seen him impact the game and not score, but I need him to score. Like that's the thing. I need that. They need Connor. Those the comments said, "Score or get off the floor." <laughs> oh, the yeah. rides, the bars. Score or get off the floor. But yeah, he he was ice cold tonight, man. Um, Caruso, what's cooler than being cool? <laughs> ice cold. Thank you. I mean, Caruso couldn't get didn't get any points. He I mean, he played twenty one minutes. He did not score either. So between the two bang guys in your backcourt, well, actually, you you can run an uh, IO out there if you want to. Also, you got eleven points total, and all of those are IO Desumer. You know what I'm saying? Like that. No, <laughs> like none of that can happen right there. You're going to struggle immediately if you can't get any points from there because you know what DeMar is going to give you. Uh, Zach had one a Zach game that we hadn't seen in a minute, you know, mm-hmm. dropped 33 on him. Uh, Vooch, who should have scored a little bit more, I thought he – they couldn't – but, again, they couldn't get him the ball <laughs> on the inside so he could go out there and dominate and, and try to be a little better. He couldn't get an interior pass, something that has been a problem all season long mm-hmm. uh, for the team outside of uh, Lonzo Ball, I mean. It's been an issue for the Bulls. But, man, dude, your backcourt – those two guys, and you mentioned, those two guys have to score. Well, I'm talking about Io and Kobe. Like, you've got to knock down those shots. And it wasn't that Io went one for four. It's the ones that he missed that, that stick out of my head. They were, they were really wide open. Yeah. You know, and shooting those from the baseline that we're used to seeing and just would not knock them down, man. They just would not fall for him tonight, and they wouldn't fall for Kobe White. And Kobe White's is a continuing trend, and that's what's alarming. You know what I'm saying? Is the continuing trend. That's not a streak. That. I don't want it to fall into this is who he is kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 2 of 25. Well, I'm going to take seven more and miss those two the next game. I appreciate the confidence, but, man, dude, if they not hitting, bro. Uh, Speaking of, Fried Rice in the comments saying, need some shooters on this team. Where's Matt Thomas at? Come on! Uh, Come on! The only one who did not manage to get into this game. How sad is that? Your boy, Maddie Legend, DNP. How sad is that? When DJJ, who we thought maybe had died because we hadn't seen him in weeks, uh, and Troy Brown Jr. and Tony Bradley all got sent in for mop-up duty. Yeah. There stayed Matt Thomas right next to Billy Donovan on the bench. It was such a sad moment. You know he was ready. He was jumping rope. He was getting ready. He was high-fiving. If the high-fives were crispy tonight, he was ready to get out there and be legendary in that in that garbage time, which is what he does. Hit three of them threes and make the score look a little bit better than what it was. He didn't get that opportunity, man. I'm a little sad. Um, Sean in the comments saying, Kobe getting 20 minutes to DJJ's three is uh, a crime uh, by Billy. A crime? Uh, I mean, like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but... Look, I after his first stretch, I was saying, Kobe, take a seat. Take a seat. Kobe and DJJ are not exactly interchangeable pieces. Right, right, right. But also, if what your gripe <laughs> is and what the Bulls are, are missing right now is mm-hmm. shooting, guess who else had gone ice cold when he was getting minutes? Who occasionally would knock down his corner threes earlier this season? Because DJJ also went ice cold coming out of the All-Star break. Maybe partly because of the in, uh, the injured finger, but it's on his non-shooting hand. Yeah. So just a cold streak for him too. But again, like the one that made me a little curious is to see Kobe play in 
20 minutes playing like that mm-hmm. and Javante only having 13. Mm. Because guess mm. what? Javante, you know what he's given you on the defensive end. Yeah. Kobe, a mile and a half away from yeah. Javante as far as defensive capabilities. And guess, guess who did knock down a three tonight? Because Javante did. It wasn't even a quarter three. It was it was, a, it, it was a elbow three. Mm-hmm. Like Javante has proven at times to be the second or third most reliable three point shooter on this roster this season. I don't like that. <laughs> it's not ideal <laughs> that that's like the reality, that. but that's the reality. Yeah. So I, I look g- certain gripes uh, about Billy Donovan mm-hmm. tonight. Mine. How is how is Kobe in twenty minutes mm-hmm. and Javante thirteen? All yeah. n- nearly half. Maybe that'll be asked, and you know, uh, tier one goat leave will let us know uh, what he said uh, in the press in the press conference after the game. He'll be joining us uh, a little later on. And and again, to add to your point about Derrick Jones Jr., you know how many threes he's hit since the All Star break? Zero. He, he still has not hit a three point shot. So yeah, it's not an interchangeable thing because of the size. That's so stupid. <laughs> because of the size. <sighs> but yeah, man. But he does need to play. I, I would like to see him out there. You know what I'm saying? And change some things up uh, for the team. But let me do what I do, Matt. Let me get to some positivity real quick. Sure. Let me get to some happiness real quick. Do that. Because Patrick Williams, man. Mm-hmm. Did that not look good? That looked awesome. Patrick Williams, I enjoy the way he played. And you know what I enjoyed the most? He came in immediately with the aggression. Immediately. He walked in and made impact immediately when he walked on the floor. Because mm-hmm. the first thing he does is get a block shot that I just knew was a layup. I mm. knew it. And mm. I, I was screaming. I was like, nah, that's a layup. What? <laughs> it was shocking to me to see that he got that layup. And then they go down and they score. And then what does he do the very next play? Gets another block. And then takes it down again. And, oh, with the smooth little layup with the touch, it felt right. It felt right. Just like that, Joey. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. It felt right, and it felt good, man. And I was really happy to see that from him. Again, 4-6 shooting. And, again, hit his three-point shot. Mm. The only three he took, he hit. He hasn't missed the three in the, in the last two games. Like, I, I like that. I like Patrick Williams' performance. And the rebounding also. The six rebounds that. He, he accrued uh, while playing all defensive, no offensive rebounds, but did a great job during that uh, for the team, man. So hopefully we'll see going forward because I told you in the pregame, this is the game I think that we'll look at that we'll find out Billy Donovan is going to be like, you know what, you're the starter. Mm-hmm. Because going into that Bucks game, <laughs> I don't see how you start now with Caruso up against Giannis, man. Right. So, it's going to be interesting seeing that. I think he might be in that starting lineup on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, Something interesting tonight is that P-Dub played 30. Uh, he had a career-high 36 Wow! Uh, on Thursday against the Clippers, true, right? True. 30 tonight, so uh, a little bit of a step back there, but still eight more minutes than Caruso played tonight. Mm. So when you talk about like, playing Caruso or Javante as an undersized forward, mm. uh, P-Dub might not be starting yet, but he's getting the minutes. Yeah, he's getting the minutes, and he's producing in the minutes that he's getting. On both ends of the floor. I can't stress that enough. On both ends of the floor. And the aggression, the things everybody's been, ham- you know, hang- hampering him and getting on mm-hmm. him about. Being more aggressive and going out there and doing that. Be aggressive. Yes, we're doing those things. But I'm, it just feels good to see him out there playing well for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And coming out, you know, and being healthy. You know what I mean? It just feels good to see that. And I think he'll be in the starting lineup sooner than later. That's just an opinion. 
I just think he'll be in there sooner than later, man, because he's he's been helpful. He's been extremely helpful to the team. It didn't help after his run tonight that he made the adjustments because Eric Spolstra is incredible at, you know what I'm saying, coach. And they just hit all their three-point shots. My God, man, they were hitting everything. <laughs> Miami was hitting everything. When Jimmy Butler is hitting threes. When he, hit, when he hit when he hit his on, first man. one, I was like, "All right, well, that's not fair." <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, I, and I'm pretty sure uh, our guy Adam Amin said it immediately when Jimmy knocked down that corner three, shooting 21 percent <laughs> on the season. Like, really? Okay, dude. Jimmy's gonna hit threes. You're in trouble. That's not fair. No, you're in trouble if that's happening, man. They everybody came in hot. Uh, Kyle Lowry, that was your first foray into looking at Kyle Lowry. Yeah, a problem. 19 points, 10 assists. In 27 minutes, he's a, he's a issue, and he got his going early. You know what I mean? And they play so well together, man. They just the play of the game, Matt, for me. And I told, and I said this out loud to you of the play of the game. My in third quarter, Miami shoots, they miss. The, I, I'm thinking the Bulls get this rebound, take it, bring it down, and kind of cut into that lead. Mm-hmm. No, 50-50 ball. PJ Tucker goes Superman, <laughs> dives, flies, taps it all the way to the backcourt to Bam Adebayo, gets it, swings it over to Tyler Hero in the corner for three. That was the backbreaker for me. That was done. That was the depleter. I was like, this game's done. This game's over right here. They were putting forth that effort. And you know I cannot stand when when the Bulls don't put forth that effort like that, man. So it was frustrating, you know, in that second half for sure. The first half was fun. Because mm-hmm. they kind of stuck in it, but that second half, man, the heat just completely and, ran and off the, the, uh, off the, the floor. first half ended on such a sour note. Yeah, that being that foul yeah. of Io on Kyle Lowry behind the three point line. We'll, we'll touch on that and a couple other things next. We also want to talk about Patrick Williams and Billy Donovan, coach and player, who have had a fascinating week <laughs> when it comes to divulging stories about their relationship. Fabulous. But first, Big Dave, yes, sir, hit the people with the points bet. Oh, it's points bet time, Joey. I hope you're ready on this one, man. Redemption time, Joey. Redemption, that's right. Guess what it's all about, baby. Life is all about that. Let's do it this way. Because the best way, and I mean the best way to support CHGO is to download that points bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that, all right now, you'll get two, count them, one, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, guess what you're going to get? Take a guess. Take a guess, man. What's he going to get? Take a guess. Take a guess. Something awesome. Something awesome. Yes. Free CHGO membership, which that unlocks awesome. all of that web content. You know that new pecking order is up out there, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to see that, don't you? Mm-hmm. You know the goat going to have something written. Goat leave is going to have something written down. Yeah, you know my man Marque is going to have something, too. Yeah, you can get all of that and much more from all our guys doing CHGO. White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks, Bears, and the Chicago Sky. You get access to all of that. Plus a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO Alaha. That's two thousand in risk-free bets, two thousand dollars in free bets. Excuse me, a free CHGO membership and a free T-shirt from that CHGO locker, all for just making a fifty-dollar first-time deposit at PointsBet. And introducing that new feature, y'all, that live college basketball same-game parlay for the first time ever. You can build that perfect live same-game parlay only, and I mean only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets. Anytime during the game. And if you want more. Bulls Nation, who are you kidding? We know you do. Hey, I know we do the extras on it. I love it. 
You can also boost your live same game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and party live with points bet. And if you live here in this beautiful, beautiful city and this wonderful, wonderful state of Illinois, you can download the points bet app right now. Register your account from start to finish all from your phone. The one that Matt Peck is holding right up. Right, right there. Here. Right there. Points bet match madness, y'all. Don't forget about it because all the users can earn up to $100 in free bets. During each round, just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So what are you waiting for? I don't know. Because once the game starts, y'all, you don't just bet. Matt Peck. You live your bet life. Oh, with points bet. Hit me one time, Joey. I want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich. <laughs> Shout out, Leo. Oh. Yo. Hey, uh. Bulls lost tonight. Get on points bet. Make it up for it, people. There I like you that go. one. That's redemption right there, Joey. That's what it looks like. Told you guys, keep keeping you on your toes. Bumming you out. Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. (laughs) I mean, pick up your phone and download points bet. That's right. Get in there. Get some money. Uh, I'm mad. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, It's it's, uh, AK saying it's not that we lost, but the way we lost. Heat Mm -hmm. players have set places to shoot threes. All going to the corner area. Look, I mean. the Bulls, the Bulls missed shots tonight, and the Heat made theirs. Yeah. I, I do think that the Bulls played some pretty piss-poor defense mm-hmm. throughout large stretches of tonight, mm-hmm. not looking engaged at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody was getting their closeouts. People weren't rotating properly. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, come on. It's the Heat. It's Jimmy. It's Spo. Mm-hmm. They are combative within their own you know, Souls. community and their own team. <laughs> but you know that that uh, level of comba- uh, combativeness is coming right to their opponent every night, too. Oh, every And, like, night. the Bulls just did not match it. No. I'm sick of the Bulls not matching the level of intensity and the mm. level of fight against teams, especially if they're teams whose talent meets or exceeds the talent of the Bulls. Mm. We're talking about how the fact that the Bulls can't have anybody hit a shot worth a darn at least match the intensity. And you can't do that. That's what pisses me off. Completely there it is. There it is, y'all. Tonight. There it is. You know what? It didn't I, take I, long to get there. I kind of want to change it because this is, is gro- I think it's grown a little bit, man. <laughs> Since we started post-game, I am angrier than yes, when we started. Yeah, yeah it feels I, like it. I, I think the red section might need to be a little bigger also. <laughs> <laughs> just just extend the semicircle. Yeah. Well, let's see what it was. This is pre-game before coming on, on the air. This yeah. Is, this yeah. is post-game, pre-post-game. Post-game, pre-post-game. If you understand anger level, that. yes, anger level of Matthew six, Peck. Eight. Six, so eight. So, like, obviously, I, I peaked nine the only time after we lost the Knicks because <laughs> yes. that was freaking dumb. Yeah. Anytime you lose to the Knicks is dumb. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I am mad. But, again, tonight, okay, it's very frustrating that the Bulls don't have anyone outside of Zach and DeMar that can knock down shots right now. Yeah. That very much angers me. But what I cannot ever accept is not matching your opponent's level of intensity the Heat brought the game to the Bulls. The yep. Bulls did not bring the game to the Heat. Yep. And you're on your home floor for crying out loud. Tell them. It's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I've yelled about it many times. The first time I did was that Golden State game when they were at home. After Zach got hurt, the game was over for them. Like, they didn't want to play anymore. I was so frustrated with that. Okay, you get your ass whooped. I get that. That happens in the NBA. But it's the effort that we're talking about here, man. You can't give up on that effort. You got to put forth that effort. And you can't have – because effort means dudes like – Dwayne Detman, 
who once again <laughs> came up out here on the floor and had a game, Matt, 14 points, five rebounds, six of nine shooting. It wasn't the fact he missed three threes. It was the fact he took three threes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, no, why? No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, Tyler Hero, I'm not mad. I mean, Tyler Hero is Tyler Hero, okay? He's going to get you a 19. What bothers me? The eight rebounds. <laughs> That's what's going to get me. The eight rebounds. It's not the fact he went six or seven from three. You know what I mean? And he, oh, by the way, he didn't hit a single two point shot. All of his points were threes. All of six them. of seven. Mm-hmm. Six to 16 overall. Correct. <laughs> he did not hit any twos. All he did was drain it from long range, man. But those are the things that are frustrating. Watching uh, uh, Robinson, watching Duncan, Duncan Robinson, who was struggling this entire game, mm-hmm. letting him get eight points. And by the way, he did nothing else. <laughs> but he zeros across the board for him. He didn't do anything else. But he knocked down a couple threes. But he knocked down a couple of threes. And he hit the last three of the game. And it was a – I still don't know how he hit that shot, but he hit the last three of the game. It's that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And the Heat were hot. I mean, I'm, give, I'm giving them their credit. They were definitely right. hot. And they were definitely hitting everything, man. And they were executing the Bulls to death. But that effort, man, as, as it went on later – it kind of waned for the Bulls, man, and that's why the anger levels have rose. Um, AK saying Bulls have one of the best home records. I they expected do. our bench to play better tonight. Usually, mm. bench bench guys play better at home than on the road. That's kind of like you know a twenty nine, right? Um, <laughs> like bro, they they twenty nine um, bench scoring. It's like and tonight, like so to me, the um. Lack of shooting problem and the Bulls bench getting worked on a pretty nightly basis problem. There's a lot of overlap there mm. because what do you want bench guys to do? Certain bench guys play different roles. Some of them are an energy guy like Caruso or Javante when they've been coming off the bench this season. Sure. But a lot of them, your job is to come off the bench and either, you know, maintain the lead that the starters have, you know, built for you or fight your way back into the game. How? By knocking down shots. The heat bench had damn near 50, over 50. Mm. 56 points from, from the Heat bench tonight? 56. 56. The Bulls, if you take out the you know garbage time from DJJ, mm-hmm. uh, they got, let's see, two from Kobe, 12 from B-Dub, 14. Javante had eight. There's 22. The Bulls bench got doubled up and then some, and that is a gross yeah. trend that we see all season. They had three, they, what, one, two, three, four, five players. Wait, six players play tonight. I'm counting the garbage time players, too. Three of them were in double figures. And then Duncan Robinson had eight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were close to having and, four players off their bench in double figures. And it's, right? and it's who we talked about in pregame. It's Deadman, it's Vincent, mm-hmm. and then also Tyler Hero, as you yeah. mentioned, knocking down those threes. Yeah. You knew it was coming. You knew it. You knew it was on the way. And, and Struess as well. I mentioned Struess and how his points go up. When he plays the Bulls. DePaul legend. How about, how about Bulls his Bulls legend. Bulls legend. How For about, like a week. How about his alley-oop? Oh, my God. saying that he had from Jimmy Butler on that pass, man. That was that was nasty right there and, and not expected <laughs> from my man Struess out there. That heat culture is fitting him just nicely, man. But, yeah, they, they out-executed. They outplayed him. And we keep saying this when they play the Heat. You know, actually, we keep saying when they play elite teams. Mm-hmm. But for the Heat, man, it's just been that way. Like, look at the scores. Like, 107-104. 118 to 92, 112 to 99, <laughs> 127, 109. 
outside of that first game, which was ugly game on both sides, actually. Both teams did not play well. Mm-hmm. And the Heat didn't even have all of their guys there. You know what I'm saying? That was one of them gay Vincent games. That was when we first got introduced to, to the greatness of, of, of the legend that is uh, gay Vincent. But outside of that game, Nothing has been close. Mm-hmm. They've just been beat down after beat down after beat down against these Heat, man. And we got to see better. We got we got to see better from this team. I just want to see the effort better. These double-digit losses is what's annoying about it, man. Our pal Salim with a super chat. What else do you Love you, buddy. Uh, saying, when DeMar and Zach get doubled, you need guys to hit those open looks. The mid was clogged all night for DeMar because guys can't hit open looks. Fact. It's that simple. You it saw, really is. You saw them running triple. Anytime DeMar went to the paint, it was triple team. Triple. It was triple. Triple like, team. One, two, and three. Like, they, they that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, and that's and, the only way you can really break a trap or any of those things is knocking down the shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is what the Bulls finally managed to succeed doing in the wins over Washington um, and, and L.A. Yes. Earlier correct. this week. Correct. They passed out of the trap. And they beat the trap by moving off the ball and by taking and making open shots. Yeah. But that was the exception, not the rule right. thus far. Right. And look, Spo obviously gets all the credit in the world for being one of, if not the best head coaches in the NBA right now. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. Sure. But he had a really simple game plan tonight. Mm-hmm. Hey, if DeMar has it going, double <laughs> or triple. If Zach has it going or Zach is trying to you know, get to the bucket, mm-hmm. double or mm-hmm. triple. Foul him or wrap him up, whatever, and make anyone else on this team beat us. Anyone else. And the anyone else on the Bulls said, nah. <laughs> Genius coaching from Eric Spolstra. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, and that's what the frustrating thing is, man. Just looking at these numbers, like, I'm, I'm a little upset Javante Green was your second leading scorer off the bench. Like, I don't think that should be the case. You know what I'm saying? I just, that just should not be what it is, man. But it's what we're dealing with. It's what we're going through. And it's not going to stop because, again, the schedule is tough. They got more tough games left. You still got the Bucks, Milwaukee. You still got the uh, Celtics, Celtics. After that. Uh, who, who's who's my forget? Then, the Hornets? Then Charlotte, then Minnesota. And then Minnesota. None of those teams are easy. You know what I'm saying? Two of those teams are extremely difficult. The other two – not easy at all, and everybody's still fighting for something. So nobody's taking games off here. And nobody's going to feel sorry for the Bulls. You know what I mean? Teams that are coming out here to win, man, they're trying to move forward in the playoff lives too. Bulls, you up. your magic number is two. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. magic number is two, bro. Need two wins to clinch. That's it. Two. Just give me two. I need two out there, man. I'll even take a I one mean, and a Cleveland loss with that. The, the magic number is also two in that the Bulls lead over Cleveland shrunk. To two games. Ooh, two. Uh, after the win over the Clippers on Thursday, it was three. Yeah. Cavs won earlier today. Yep. Bulls lost. That is now two. Dose. Lost a tiebreaker. Uh, but the Raps were idle tonight. Mm-hmm. So, with the loss, the Bulls now go fifth to sixth. And, again, that doesn't matter. Right. Fifth, sixth doesn't matter. What matters is just avoiding seven. <laughs> That's it. But That's you're not going to do it playing the way the Bulls did tonight. Um, we wanted to talk about something that our guy, our Bulls insider, Mm-hmm. Will Gottlieb discovered uh, during Billy's meeting with the media pregame about Patrick Williams. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's been talking a lot this week about helping Patrick along, a young guy in the NBA, very, very young, um, and 
kind of figuring out the ropes in the NBA. Uh, Donovan said this about uh, Patrick. He didn't understand the importance of eating breakfast. I saw him last year, pregame. He had like two huge pieces of chicken parm pasta, and we're playing in an hour and 15 minutes. And I'm like, Patrick, you cannot eat that. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well done, Joey. Um, oh my God! <laughs> and look and well um, done, shout out to uh, our pal uh, Lawrence, another producer here at CHGO, mm. who recalled and dug up an old tweet from Jamal Collier, mm. who used to be at the Trib. Now he's covering the Midwest NBA teams for ESPN. Shout out! Getting a quote from P-Dub as a rookie last year, talking about how yeah, breakfast's not really my thing, mm-hmm. um, and and like Billy talking about teaching Patrick about how to take care of your body, yeah. the, the way to diet right, and the way that, look, in order for our nutrition staff, our medical staff, and your coaching staff to help you mm-hmm. in your development, mm-hmm. you, you got to work with us. Yeah. And you got to wake your eyes up to a couple of things that you aren't necessarily doing the way that pros need to do it. Yeah. It reminded me of back in the day when the Bulls were like, wait, Derek, how many bags of Skittles do you eat a day? <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, you have a machine in your house? Like, mm-mm. no, sir. Things gonna have to change around here. Yo, someone said, give them Matt Peck salad. Take it, <laughs> take it all. I've had enough salads this week. Oh man, yeah, that that is wild. I think the funniest part is he was like, it was for breakfast, right? Like, I'm starting my day with this. If he says he's not a breakfast guy, that that definitely shows you he's mm-hmm. not about that life. He's like, I'm about food and consumption. Yeah. That's how I'm trying to roll. Um, and like, he also was talking about when he was, so he volunteered the information after the Thursday game that he was fined for being late to shoot around, which then his vet teammate tomorrow was like, Pat, why are you talking about that? Yeah. You don't, the media doesn't need to know that. No. They don't need to know that. That's in, that's in-house stuff. Mm-hmm. That's our stuff. We all, you apologize. We all forgave you. Mm-hmm. But the, when somebody asked a follow-up question of like, well, wh- why were you late? Patrick's answer, yeah, it was being 20. Being 20. There's, there's, there's another fun reminder that he's still just 20 years old. I mean, come on, man. I don't know about you, Big Dave. I think back to what I was doing yeah. and the kind of person I was at 20. Uh-huh. I was not adulting. <laughs> Nothing close, dude. I was, I was a piece of garbage at 20 years of age. I mean, I was a college uh, student getting good grades. Yeah. Outside of that, garbage human being garbage at 20. Being, I was a adulting-ish. You know what I mean? I had a job. You right. know what I mean? I, I had responsibilities. I had a, I had a house. Yeah. I had a car. Oh, had that's a things. lot of adulting responsibilities. Yeah, I, I, I had those things. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean like I was on time. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or not showing up to work, you know what I'm saying, in certain conditions. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, yeah, I was, I wasn't, you know, it was adulting-ish kind of thing, man. You know, a couple of stories. I'll tell you all fair. It's everything ain't for, the, for y'all. You know what I mean? Holler at me in, in public mm. or something. I might tell you a story or two. Ooh, well. <laughs> Something, uh, something to brighten my mood a little bit. Oh. UNC knocked off Duke. Hey! 8177, the final. <laughs> By Duke. Damn. The ceiling is the roof. Damn. The ceiling is the roof. So Kansas and North and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Wow, two old school I mean, teams. that is blue chip championship blue chip. basketball. You're bringing out Kirk. My goodness. Oh, you know Kirk is going to be in the building. Oh. You know mm. Heinrich is going to be there. Captain Kirk. 
Oh, yeah. Speaking of in the building, as uh, I saw Salim mentioned it earlier, Ben Gordon at the Madhouse tonight, Big Dave. He sure was. Benjamin so was I think there. somebody asked you, uh, would we have rather had him out there than Colby White tonight? Uh, my answer? Sure would. It's a lot of nights I want Ben Gordon out there. <laughs> it's been a lot of nights. I'm taking Ben Gordon out there, man. But, yeah, like, again, this is, this is the team we have right now. This is what we kind of got to deal with. We know, again, the reason I don't get so crazy and angry about these things is because the front office that we have, I know they see what I see. They already shown me they see what we see, guys. Think so. they might go out and try and get themselves a, a sharpshooter this offseason? It, it, it might be under the realm of possibility. Might be a useful thing to have. It might be a thing. I, I just think they see that. You know what I mean? I think they see the things we see. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do in the offseason. But I worry about that later because right now we still got the playoffs to get to, ladies and gentlemen. We are still there. Let's get to the playoffs and yeah. then get that week off and breathe, ladies and gentlemen, and, and breathe. You know, as frustrating as it is right now, the, the we're, we're talking about this Kobe slump and, and even Io slumping, Patrick Williams' play in this last couple of games it's been awesome, definitely man. is something to to make us feel better and feel optimistic, mm-hmm. even though this been like it's been a week of weirdness of like oh my god Patrick Williams' minutes are shrinking to almost nothing. Yeah. His coach is trying to motivate him with all of these comments about what he's doing versus what he needs to do, mm-hmm. and then even Billy after the awesome game Pete has on Thursday kind of like you know calls him out a little <laughs> bit to the media tonight being yeah. like yeah he didn't know how to eat meals. Um, <laughs> And it's like, okay, well, whatever this is, this this coaching player mentor mentee relationship that mm-hmm. Billy and Pete Up have right now, over the last couple of games at least, it seems to be working, and that Pete Up is getting more motivated uh, and providing the Bulls with some kind of spark out there. And this mm-hmm. is a team that desperately needs any kind of spark right now. No, you're absolutely right. Here's a question for you: Do you think Billy came out like that because Patrick Williams was so open about being fined for being late? Do you think Billy? That played a role in Billy coming out like that. I don't know. I hadn't really even put those two thoughts together. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm wondering because it just seemed like something. Again, DeMar was like, why would you tell anybody that? That seems right. like something in-house. And you know the Bulls front office and everything, there have been no leaks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they don't let you know anything that's going on. That's one of the first things that just came out of there, man. man I'm, I'm wondering if Billy was like, oh, word, we just telling all business now? Right. Well, let me tell you something about you and your chicken pawn, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me let you know what's going on right here, bro. Straight up. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, don't you miss the days uh, when the leaks were just about how the players and coaching staff loved each other so much? Uh, Did you guys hear about how Zach Levine paid you-know-who's fine that one time? Uh, you know who told the media? That's what happens when we lose, man. You know who wasn't <laughs> thrilled that you know who told the media? That's what happens when we lose. Yeah. We got to go back down these these memory lanes. Dark rabbit holes. Ever Dark rabbit go. holes. I don't want to um, go. Let go of my hand. You know what? You know what, Dave? So you you had a little Sprite uh, this evening. I a did. Pick me up. I did. We were freestyling a song about Sprite right before we went on. We sure um, were. And it was awesome. Joy enjoyed it. Sometimes, if you need a little pick me up, a little focus, mm-hmm. or something to even help you sleep, you Next some? time you reach your first right, try some Strava coffee oh, instead. Oh, he's right. Today's episode brought to you all by Strava Craft Coffee, which is a game changer and has helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum mm. CBD. Mm. Yeah. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you feel alert, feel focused, Avoid the coffee jitters. Mm. Live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. I have anxiety and aches and pains. Mm. It helps. 
Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. I'm going to have a cup of decaf when I get home tonight, Dave. It's delicious. Delicious. Uh, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated, full-spectrum CBD tinctures for looking for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. Mm. Right now, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use that promo code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Mm. When you use code CHGO25 at checkout. Dis- mm. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only. One use per customer. Mm-hmm. But you can sign up and save with a membership to Strava Craft Coffee. That's StravaCraftCoffee.com. Promo code CHGO25. Mm. Mm. And also out there, let me just say this. Please, nobody ruin WrestleMania for me. I don't know what happened. I know everybody wanted to tell me what's going on. Oh. I don't know what happened. Leave me alone real quick. You you uh, you're on tape delay. Yes. For for the for the large people. I'm on tape with the, delay with the silly outfits. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I see something. Oh. Wait a minute. Is, is that is that his music? I think. <laughs> is that who that thing is? I think is? I see somebody. Is that- Is it working? Can you guys hear me? Oh, we hear you. Oh, you're coming in beautiful. Loud and clear. Let's go. You like this nondescript gray background? Yeah. Which which nook slash bowel of the United Center are you in right now? I am distracting a few uh, people working on their write-ups here in the um, cafeteria area. So I'm going to try to be a little bit quiet, but... I'm really glad to be here, guys. It's uh, It was very sad watching the show on whatever day it was and not being able to be there. It, it really hurt my heart, so I'm, I'm glad to join. Yeah, man. We missed you, man. We missed you, bro. We missed you. So um, what were the what were the big takeaways from Billy uh, and or his guys after, after this loss, the latest in a long string of losing to the top competition in the East? Yeah, it was pretty somber. Um, Nice graphic. You love to see it. Um, yeah, I would say like Billy, the first thing Billy said was just like, we're not good enough to compete on that level, um, which is very harsh and honest, but true. Uh, they just, I mean, they, there was no way they were going to be able to keep up. And even like the first quarter, Zach was making some incredibly difficult shots and you just knew like that was not going to be sustained for the course of 48 minutes. Um, Damar obviously didn't score 50, which hurts. And my God, the defensive rotations were so bad. The the Heat, I think, hit uh, 17 threes on 50%. Like, just wasn't good enough. And, you know, I, I tried to ask some questions about some of these rotations and where they were breaking down. And I'll have a little bit of a write-up on that for tomorrow. But not not pretty. I'm, I'm curious, though, Matt, what is the – where's the anger meter today? I didn't get to, like, witness the live uh, reaction. So I need, I need a recap. It is, uh, Joey just threw it there up for you. It is a 6.8. That's the number I just gave him. Nice. It's the number I gave him when we started post game. It has since increased. I'm like, I'm flirting okay. with a 7.5 at this point. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're yeah. rising. Yeah. yeah. Seeing you help. And, Seeing but you helped. it was a lot uh, to do with what you just talked about, which was just the defense being abysmal mm. tonight. Mm. You know, I, yeah, like. And I. It's a reality that the Bulls don't have guys knocking down shots right now, and it sucks. It's not necessarily something that, to be angry at them about. 
guys take and make uh, open shots versus take and miss open shots. The defense is what pissed me off tonight. Sounds like maybe it pissed Billy off too. Yeah, I mean, look, you you have to, as cliche as it is at this point, like you have to trust the process. And like the Bulls were getting some pretty good looks. Kobe obviously had a really tough shooting night. And, you know, he came out and was talking about how he liked the shots he was getting. He's got to keep shooting it. Um, What's been so special about DeMar this year is that he's got this next play mentality where if he misses 11, you know, straight shots, he's going to come in and make the next one. And you see some of the young guys, especially, they get a little shaken and, you know, they may pass up a three or a record scratch on a reverse pass or, um, you know, just dribble into a 18 footer instead of a open corner three. Um, So I think those things will kind of iron themselves out. Like the Bulls have not been a great three point shooting team since the all-star break really, um, which is a cause for concern. But at the same time, like you also expect that that will even itself out and hopefully that time comes during the playoffs. But for me, you know, and, and you said it, Matt, like the, the problem is the defense. Like that is the kind of thing that you do have a little bit more control over. And when the Heat are just getting like not only open, but like wide open, nobody in like 15 feet of these shooters all night long, 34 three-pointer attempts. I would venture to guess that like over 20 of those were wide open. So to me, that's just like, th- those are things you have control over. Those are things you can tighten up. And the rotations were just like not there tonight. And I think that's pretty concerning. Like that at this point in the season, they shouldn't get exposed that much. Mm. What we heard, well, I mean, what you just said about Billy Donovan saying they're not good enough uh, team to be at this level yet. Uh, were the players kind of, I, I shouldn't say echoing that, but could you tell in their vibe and how they were speaking that they felt like, oh man, this is really down and we really need to work on a lot of shit? <laughs> Yeah, the, sorry, I should have pulled this up before, but the direct quote was that he said, we have a long way to go to be at their level. And um, Zach came in after him, and he just was, like, looking pretty sad. Um, I, he also mentioned, like, you know, somebody asked him if, uh, if like, resting one of these back-to-backs was in the cards, and he said, like, something to the effect of, like, I wish I could rest every game, but, like, I'm out there. So that was, like, kind of weird because – you know, he's obviously not uh, 100% healthy. We know this, but if it if he's saying, like, he needs to be out, that's, like, pretty concerning. But I actually really like the way that he played tonight, um, just being super aggressive, shooting the ball. He's been – I mean, Dave's been hitting the nail on the head. He's been going to the line. He's been getting to the basket. Um, but I just think with how limited the Bulls are with their shooting and spacing, like, he's by far the best shooter on the team. He needs to um, – have that as part of his game but he seemed like you know not happy uh kobe was pretty excited to watch unc when he was uh live reacting to that so he was in a little bit of better spirits but um yeah i think billy just kind of takes it in stride he you know will watch the film we'll figure out what they need to work on and then they'll watch film as a group and, and point out these rotational issues and things like that but um yeah, I mean, I think overall the offense wasn't that big of an issue outside of missed shots. It was really more of the defense for me. And, um, yeah, we didn't necessarily hear anything specific about that from Kobe or Zach. Hmm. Maybe Kobe needs to go back to being UNC Kobe. At hmm. least, as I recall, that guy knew how to knock down a shot occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just sad at this point. Like, it, he's been we, – we know he's streaky, right? Like, he started the season. He is coming off the shoulder injury. He couldn't 
by a bucket. I think it was like two or three games before he hit a three. And it's like, okay, guys, he's not this bad, right? Like he'll make a shot, he'll warm up. And then he got super hot when Zach went out um, around December and just like carried that through the new year. And then is like, everybody was like applauding him and being like, oh, he's figured all this stuff out. And I was like, yeah, he wasn't that bad the first time, but he's also probably not this good. So uh, it's just like, it comes in waves for him. And, and hopefully, like I said, he'll get hot at the right time now. Um, but I just feel like bad for him at this point because he really, he should be contributing more in other facets, but he just isn't. Um, and so like when he's out there and he's not making shots, it's just kind of like, man, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, and it's tough, and I and I hear you about the streakiness. Well, but what's concerning is the two for twenty five or two for twenty seven mm-hmm. from three over these past few games, and that seems ugh, that doesn't feel streaky to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that just feels like a problem. Like broken. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That feels like an actual straight up. There's an issue here that needs to be fixed, and I'm sure his his two point field goal percentage is, isn't great either. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean. Uh... 0 for 9 from the field and 0 for 7 on 3 tonight. You feel, feel what I'm saying? Numbers. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's something a up. problem. I mean, you can't be you can't be like the microwave scorer and put up those numbers. Like, you can have 3 for 11 nights, you know, where you hit three threes but miss a bunch of shots. Um, and then you can have nights where you're like 8 for 8 of 3. But you can't have these like 0 of 7, 0 from 9. It's just like – I wonder what's going to happen to his minutes in the playoffs where it's like, you cannot afford to have him out there if he's not just drilling every shot that he takes. Uh, but at the same time, you can't like expect him to break out of a slump if he's not playing. So it's a really mm-hmm. tough position where the bulls absolutely need this offense. They absolutely need his floor spacing, but it's really hard to justify keeping him out there when he's playing like this. Uh, before we let you go, Will, um, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this interesting week of Patrick Williams and his coach, Billy Donovan, and the things that, that, that have been said. So after the awesome breakout game from Pat Thursday, you know, we've got uh, him admitting during his postgame press conference that, that he was fine for being late. And then we get this story that you got from Billy before the game. About the, the chicken parm eating and, and P-Dub's habits that needed to be coached and, and trained. And, and maybe, like, a little oddly in a way, Billy kind of calling him out after P-Dub finally shows up and has a big game. What have you made about all of this week between Patrick and Billy? Honestly, it was pretty weird. Um, you know, I, I think Billy basically came out and was trying to say, like, look, guys, he's, he's super young. He didn't have a ton of preparation heading into the draft. Um, once he got here, he was like a 20 year old kid who like wasn't on like the fast track to being a top five pick for his whole life where he was like managing his diet and training and getting, you know, medical professionals looking at his ankles after every game and all this stuff. Um, and it just sort of like spiraled into him, you know, talking about all these ways that he was like not prepared. And then he's like, well, you know, Leonard Hamilton's a great guy. I've known him for a long time. Like, I don't think it was on him, but also like, I don't fault Pat. It's just like, he didn't know. And I don't know. I think he just got kind of like tangled up in his words. Um, so yeah, it felt pretty weird, but it was also like kind of true. I think like the general sentiment was like, we really need to be patient with Pat. He's going to have moments where I tweeted the sequence out where he like blocked Tyler hero and then somebody got a layup and then he blocked Tyler hero again. And then he ran down and got a layup and it was like, Oh my God, this is Patrick Williams. Right. Um, so he's going to have those moments, but I think as a, 
as a fan base, as a coaching staff, as a, you know, as the players of the team, like they need to be patient with him. It's not a situation, even like, you know, I think of uh, Josh Giddy, for example, who's 19 years old, one of the youngest players in the league. Um, and he's awesome. He's like amazing, impacting the game. Obviously the Thunder are, you know, a G League team, but he's been really, really good. And, you know, he played professional ball in Australia. Like he's, he's been there a little bit more than Pat has. And I just, I think that's kind of what Billy was trying to say in terms of his experience and preparation and learning these things. And um, yeah, the chicken parm story just kind of came out of nowhere and that was just hilarious. So I had to write about it, but uh, yeah, I think the moral of the story is like, let's just be patient with Pat and take the highs with the lows and, you know, keep, keep an even mind about it. Well, I think the bigger question for me is, how do you feel about chicken parm? Oh, my God. Love chicken parm. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love, love chicken, chicken parm? parm? That's a fair point. It's fair so point. good. <laughs> I just also have this image of Pat, like, double fisting chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's got to be the next graphic, Joey. It's, is, yeah. a, is a chicken parm in each hand for P-Dub. <laughs> it's chicken or parm like, pasta, uh, so it's a higher degree of difficulty for the graphics, but we'll work on it. Mm-hmm. Just he didn't say it's not like eating Tony Soprano eating chicken parm and pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Will, what do you think about the fact that you know uh, Patrick followed up uh, a night where he got 36 minutes off the bench with another 30 minute night off the bench? Mm. Meanwhile, uh, Caruso just 22 minutes as a starter. Are we getting anywhere closer? Did anybody ask Billy after the game if we're getting closer to Patrick being? in that starting lineup and is maybe something going on with Caruso in that back of his? Cause he wasn't on the injury report. Yeah. I think it's definitely more of a back issue than it is a Patrick issue. Um, and this game was out of hand, like two minutes into the third quarter. So I think that also factored into Caruso not playing a ton and Pat playing a bit more. Uh, funnily enough, they are kind of competing for like minutes at the power forward, right? Like Caruso's six, mm-hmm. four guard, but because of the way that this roster is constructed, the Bulls don't have a lot of a lot of options there, and Cruz is obviously a super versatile defender. Um, but he actually asked Billy to come out of the game in the third quarter because his back was hurting. So that's definitely um, not a great sign. I don't think the wrist is 100%. He's, he has not been shooting the ball as well um, uh, as he did before breaking that. Shout out Grayson Allen for being an ass. Um, and I'm already mad, Will. Uh, you don't need to make me matter. The anger meter is slowly... Uh, creeping up <laughs> going the going the wrong direction um so i i think that is a more of a caruso back hurting than a pat you know but i but i do think pat is like earning some more minutes right like he's playing a lot better um the second half was kind of a wash to me like none, none of it really counted gabe vincent like killed the bulls again i don't know how this keeps happening but um yeah i think it's more just like keep an eye on caruso uh, I would not be surprised if they hold him out of one of these next two games against the Bucks and Celtics. And frankly, um, I wouldn't, it's like hard for me to say, I would just like rest everybody in those games because they still are fighting for that six seed right now. They're, they have fallen to six, but they're clear of seven by two games plus a tie, tiebreaker. So effectively three games with five to go. Um, it seems unlikely that they're going to be either of these teams, if not, both of them and so i wonder if they should just like have a rest day um or alternate zach and damar rest days and Caruso. but uh th- they also could end up with a week off if they stay out of the playing tournament so these are things to consider and think about but 
the health on this team, man, it's just, it's not getting any better. See, to me, that's, that's more important than maybe a night of rest for DeMar or Zach or Alex or anybody. I, I want the Bulls to get a victory against one of these teams under their belt before they go to the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. that would do a lot for their mental, uh, you know, their frame of mind and their confidence coming in because all they've heard all season long is you can't beat any of the real teams. You can't mm-hmm. beat any of the real teams. And as you just pointed out, if they do manage to get one or two of these last four games as W's, you're not in the play-in, mm-hmm. and you get a week off a week for off. everyone yes. to rest and recover. Mm-hmm. To me, that's more important right now than maybe a night of rest for some of these guys in these games where you're still fighting to avoid the play-in. But I, th- I think the hard part of that, though, is like some of it feels immediate. Yeah. Right? Some of these guys feel like they immediately need to rest and just have that day off. Like he mentioned Caruso. Like how many times can we watch him limp up and down the floor? You know what I mean? It's not, I'm not so much thinking about guys like Zach. Because, uh, Zach, we know his pain tolerance and management, and he's still putting up big numbers, you know what I'm saying, for this 33 team. 33 tonight. Right. He's still, he's still doing that. We, you see DeMar, even with his groin, still putting up those big numbers, things like that. But the guys who it's immediately you're seeing it affect are guys like Caruso. You see it. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't even score tonight, and he played like 20-something minutes, man. And he, he hasn't looked right, you know what I'm saying, since he's come back from that. So, I, 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 see, I see the point that Will's saying. But I hear you, too. You're, like, right there at the finish line. You're, like, just break the tape and then fall on the ground, and then we'll put you on a gurney and carry you, you know, the rest of the way, man. But you got to break the tape first. I think I think you convinced me. I think you're right, uh, especially with Caruso. You know, maybe he is the exception to that. But I would much rather be in a situation where – I went all out trying to get the six seed and got it. And maybe I can now rest that Minnesota game, give myself a week plus a long weekend um, to, to rest Amar and to rest Zach. But Caruso, man, uh, he took that screen from Bam in the second quarter and it just, I just watched him sort of crumble to the ground. Yeah. Not great. Same after that. One the same after that. Um, Will, appreciate the insights, man. How, how's it been on the on the beat for the first week? Is Cali behaving himself? Uh, everybody making you feel at home? <laughs> it's been great. Um, yeah, just to, to be here to be able to ask some of these questions and, um, you know, just get to know everybody a little bit. It's, it's kind of a funny time coming in where, you know, you have five, six games left in the season and, you know, you're introducing yourself for the first time, but, um, it's been a lot of fun, and I, I hope that I'm able to provide some some good access and some more context to some of my stories. So it's been really fun. Uh, Kali has not been here; haven't seen him yet, but oh. everybody else has been super nice, and it's just fun to watch games in the UC. Man, they're, they're just uh, especially the Clippers game was like the noise was on a different level. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Cowley loves calling people out for not showing up and doing the work. <laughs> Cowley not there? Uh-oh! What's up, Joe? What's up, Joe? We we all know how much our fourth member, Marquet, loves Joe Cowley. Oh, They are the best of friends. They are the best of internet friends. Adores uh, Will, appreciate you, man. Have a great night. All of our Bulls fans out there, uh, read Will's stuff on yes. CHGO, our website. Uh, and get yourself a membership to do that. Because you're going to get a free T-shirt and all kinds of other exclusive content and perks. So, follow him for all of his Bulls updates on the Bulls beat at Won't Gottlieb. Yes. And read his stuff. He's got a great column about the chicken parm on our website right now. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Will, we miss you. It was was great to to chat. Uh, Well, I don't know if we're doing a show on Monday. I think maybe remote. but And then Tuesday, Wednesday games. I won't see you for a while, but 
uh, next week we'll have to to catch up and hopefully watch an away game together. I miss you guys, but it's it's been fun to get back on the pod. Yes, sir. Man. Love you, buddy. Love you too, Keep up Greg. the great work. See you soon. Yeah. Will Gottlieb, ladies and gentlemen. Will Gottlieb, man. Our insider. Dude, you see how right he looked in that scenario? Like, he just looked Clean. like, I'm supposed to be here right Clean. now. Clean. Clean as a whistle. Look at that. Oh. The beat reporter Clean. with the earbuds right, in. Right, you know what I'm saying? With the, the collared shirt. Don't sleep on the blue. Don't mm. sleep on the baby blue he was rocking, man. You I know? don't know how we are friends with someone that handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense Speak to for me. yourself, Matthew. <laughs> what you doing out here, son? Get this mic out the way. Get some of that right there. You did get you on list. Too many. Just too many bit, handsome friends. Bit, uh, at, at least I got Joey's raggedy shirt keeping me on my level. You know, <laughs> a lot of hate for my shirt tonight. Uh, no, dude, I love your shot. shirt. I love Joey's shirt. Jake, shot. if you're listening, I'm dressed appropriately. I yes, promise he is. you. Joey is 100 percent dressed appropriately. He was always dressed appropriately. I was just concerned that he was sleeping here. That, <laughs> he was dressed appropriately. Yeah, because I'm because I'm here so much. Correct. Because he's hardworking. Put, put the young the work. man lives here. Correct. He was hardworking. He's a hardworking. You know young what? Man. If you got to be at the office on a Saturday, wear what you want. That's how I feel. I wear what I want whenever at the <laughs> office. Respect. <laughs> On a Saturday in particular. On a Saturday in particular, yes. Uh, Everybody, one more time. Try that CBD-infused coffee from Strava. It's delicious. I've been drinking it for a couple weeks now. Mm -hmm. Sign up for the PointsBet account uh, with that promo code. Live your bet life. And live your bet life. Mm -hmm. And get a membership to CHGO to get all of Will's exclusive content, writing about the Bulls on Mm -hmm. the beat. Uh, my columns, Marquez columns, everybody else covering all of our teams here in Chicago Mm -hmm. uh, across the CHGO team. Uh, Plus that shirt. And access to the private Discord chats yes. uh, for every team. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter, Bow Sports, BAWL, bah. Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Thanks to our producer and our pal Joey. Looking clean, Looking Dave. Clean, fresh and clean. Uh, doing great work behind the boards for us tonight. And you, our fellow Bulls fans, for hanging out with us. Hit that like button if you enjoyed tonight's show. We appreciate it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you aren't already. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. I'm headed to the Madhouse tomorrow. A little Blackhawks action with some CHGO folks. Oh, that's going to be a good time. Me as well. Going to be a good Let's time. Let's go Hawks. Me and Joey are going to the Hawks game. Oh, He's going to wear a nice shirt. He always going to wear nice suits. <laughs> We're wearing suits <laughs> to the Madhouse. Suits. He's going to be ready. We love you, Bulls Nation. Until next time, see you right. Be good. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.